Millennials love their mobile apps so much they've even been nicknamed the face-down generation. The generation that we call the millennials, they're accused of being entitled and narcissistic and self-interested, unfocused, lazy. Instagram this, not taking picture of you. Hi, I'm a millennial and I am a monster. Hello, my name is Jade Winton-Law. I'm a wannabe journalist, an avocado eater and a millennial. I'll be discussing over the next four episodes, Millennials and the Generation War. Today, I'm joined by my grandma and my best friend to discuss two very different generations, Millennials and Baby Boomers. Throughout the discussion, my grandma mentions my father, Peter, who is Generation X. The Baby Boom generation is the generation that was born just after World War II, a time that included a 14-year increase in birth rate worldwide. While Generation X is the generation born after the baby boom ended, extending from the early 1960s to the late 1970s. I'm Anthea Lowe. Yeah. Jade's grandmother. <laughs> so we were going to start talking about workplace. workplace. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think my generation, people um, didn't look at the unemployment benefit as a way. You actually looked for a job and you found whatever you were doing. And um, for me, I went, moved from Rotorua to Mochuaka and did tobacco grading just to have a job. Mm. Um, I think that the next generation, it was so much easier just to go on a benefit. And so therefore they didn't have the same work ethic really. It was an e easier to fall back onto that. Um, I think that by the time you got to your age group, then the difference in that was that the social welfare system was a lot harder to get onto benefits and there was a lot more expectation that you would actually work. Mm. Um, so then in the employing people of that generation, I found that people, if they become sick, or got a bit of a cold or a snuffle, we're more likely to take a day or two days or three days off where our generation would have just pushed through that um, part of it. I think that they looked at... So we are in the support working, style of support working with people with disabilities, and in that um, role, people probably needed a little bit more... Um, clarification about what the role was, whereas the generation before and my generation pretty much just picked up on it and mm. got on with, had a lot more basic common sense, I guess, is what I would put it down to. Um, I'm Renalva Byrne. I think, for me, I got, I think I was about 15, 16 when I got my first job. So I worked at Countdown for like three years and I found with just having that one job and then having a year before that I just worked as a receptionist for our motel. When I tried to apply for jobs, no one would take me because I've only had like three years in one experienced job. And so then like coming to Wellington and being at university and trying to get a job was so hard that I had to get like the benefit to help me try find a job. I think for sickness wise, we are pretty bad at that. Yeah, we are pretty bad. I know, like, should I just say, you know, like, I'd go out to town and then go to work and I'd be, like, hungover or anything and I'd probably leave the shift. Or if I was sick, I I think it's kind of like that school vibe. Like, if you're at school, yeah, I'd probably take a few days off if I was sick. So when I was working, I kind of still had that same vibe mm. that I could take time off 
and like be sick and not have to go to work or worry? I know when I've talked to um, people that have employed, then their view was, well, why would I go to work and give it to anybody else? Yeah. You know, whereas our generation would be saying, well, I don't want to let somebody down, so therefore Mm. um, I'm going to go to work. Um, and I have to be dying before I don't. <laughs> I, th- I think you made the point you know, about um, you know, getting that experience and getting the job. I think that younger people um, actually probably change jobs more. Like in our generation, you get a job and basically you worked at it forever. Yeah. Um, and the thought of changing it was quite a big, big step to change your job. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think um, the generation of your father mm. probably changed jobs a lot more regularly. And I think the new generation is, oh, well, I've done that now. I'm going to move on. Yeah. To the next thing. I had that mind frame, like, oh, I want to get out of doing checkouts. I want to, like, do waitressing or work in a cafe. And my mum actually said to me, no, you should stay with this job because it's good. You've been there long enough that you're earning, like, good money, like an hourly rate. So she wouldn't let me leave until I came to university and left the job. So how many younger people, You're, I mean, because you'd be a bit of an exception to the rule, wouldn't you, having worked at that age? Mm. Well, oh, no, you don't. I got my, so I worked in the kebab shop, the family kebab shop at, in primary school. We made pocket money there. And then I worked at the kindergarten at my first years in high school. And then I worked at the figury in my last years of high school. So I've always had a job. Yeah, true. And Ireland's nodding her head saying that she's always had a job too. <laughs> It's just kind of, I think it's the uh, stigma around it saying that we kind of perceive that we don't, we're not hardworking, we're kind of slackers. You know, I I think that when people get a job, I think that they work really hard Mm. at the job. But it is that frustration that you know that if you're employing somebody that generation, then if they get sick or get a snuffle. Um, mm. Like you say, we've got a hangover. <laughs> um, and, and for us, we would have been driven about, you know, we've got to pay the rent, got to pay the power, got to pay that. Mm. And I think that they put themselves first before all of that and then we'll worry. I think some people as well, like, so there was like about six of us that all worked at the same place from my school. And I noticed that a lot of them found it hard to time manage between like, their after school activities, their work and their school work. So I guess when it came to work, like we thought that school was more important. So we would just be like, oh, like let's just call in sick and we'll do this instead. Mm. So I think like time management can kind of make you a little bit selfish, I guess, mm. to what you, yeah. I, I mean, I just think as far as in our generation was that, you know, you started work and you were always there mm. you know, 15 minutes before and more likely to stay longer afterwards and be unpaid for it, whereas I think your generation will turn up to work and expect to be paid if they did do overtime. Mm. Or, you know, there's, no, no, I've finished now, I'm going. And yeah. if you're in the middle of something, you're still going. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So when we talked about employment, you discussed how your generation always thought about uh, saving for bills and power and rent and things like that. So our generation... What's a house? Yeah, our generation is kind of criticised on the way we spend our money. So have you noticed anything similar to that? Our generation, it was definitely you um, worked and generally it was just the, the 
the husband that was working and all my home looking after the kids. And that changed over time for me on where I, I did work. Um, but the ultimate goal was that, you know, you had made it when you had brought your first home. You know, that, that was mm. a, a step to say that you were achieving in life. Um, we started to see changes happening when um, it, both parents had to work and they were having to work basically just to, to survive at times. Mm. Um, and so getting into your own home was a lot harder. And then this generation is near impossible. Mm. for people so so I think I think and I, I still worry about all of those um, like like you know paying bills and things like that mm. is, is really important to me I'm not saying it's not important to you guys but I think we would have to find a way through it in our generation where the generations that follow it's really easy to ring family or you know whatever because mm. We're now we're really really happy like our generation to help the others because we know the struggle that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that yeah I don't I don't know about that you know I just think that it's the way society has moved really. Mm-hmm. But it's probably more important for you to go off and buy a really good cell phone than what it would be to be thinking about you know I've got to pay for my food for the next <laughs> six months. Yeah, lots of people of different generations have quite a strong input on our money habits. So in future episodes, I'll be talking to a banker to see if we actually do have different habits to other generations. Because there are uh, there are millennials who save, like Renal has savings and things like that. Yeah. And there are millennials who spend atrociously. Mm. You know, every generation, we had people who were unemployed every generation. Mm. We've had people who... Um, if never achieved getting a home, you know, th- there's lots of reasons for all of those things. I guess what you're trying to do is find out what the average, how the average person works in that way. Yeah. And, yeah. I think when it comes to money, that's definitely a learning kind of curve. I mean, you know, I think, think that, you know, budgeting was um, drummed into me from quite a young age. Mm. You know, with my mother, I watched how she... Um, struggled and, and, you know, the priorities for her was always making sure that the bills and things like that were paid. Mm. There was always food on the table and those were the priorities and those are still my priorities. Mm. Um, But I think that what I see in the other generation is that, and I mean, gosh, you know, my teenage years, I would have put going out for a night out before <laughs> maybe buying all of my food. But, you know, like you say, you step over that hump of where I actually have to take some responsibility for myself. Yeah. And then those other things fall into place where they are a priority. Thank you for listening. I'm Jade Winton Law. I'll talk to you next week. You can find me on Twitter at jwintonlaw, Facebook at jadewintonlaw journalist. SoundCloud at jade.winton-law and Instagram at jadewintonlaw. Oh, sorry, I forgot what your question was. <laughs> <laughs>